Plus Extra Time Podcast. It's me, Rob. Um, you know, we got a big day today in uh, UEFA because there's the Champions League and the Europa League draw that are both going to happen shortly. Um, so today I'm not really going to be covering any of the domestic leagues. I'm really only going to be talking about the Champions League, Europa League, and the FIFA Club World Cup. So this, this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Um, sorry for that. Uh, but, you know, as the year begins to wind down, um, you know, just going to be focusing on some other things. Um, I'll also be talking about Stuttgart. They got a game tonight at 830. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on. Um, you know, we'll see how this draw goes. Um, just real quick, though, I want to go over who the, the final uh, 16 teams are for the round of 16 for the Champions League. Um, we got group winners, uh, PSG, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, Juventus, Liverpool, Barcelona, RB Leipzig, and Valencia. And then the group runners-up, uh, we got Real Madrid, Tottenham Hotspur, Atalanta, Atletico Madrid, Napoli, Borussia Dortmund, Lyon, and Chelsea. So um, this should, you know, I mean, based on these teams that are in there, you know, I can really only see, like, I'm looking at this, and I see, like, three teams that I would consider to be, like, weak. Um, Atalanta, because you know this is their first time being in the Champions League, and obviously it's their first time making it to the uh, to the knockout stages. Then uh, Valencia, you know they're they're a good team, but you know they, their name just doesn't stand out among some of these other teams. And then Lyon, I would say those are the three probably weakest teams out of all the ones that I just mentioned that are in the uh, the round of sixteen. So you know we'll see how um, how the draw ends up going for them. Um, you know maybe one of them will get lucky. Um, but some of these matches, I mean, you know, you got Real Madrid and then you got Atletico, you got Borussia Dortmund, Chelsea, um, and even Tottenham that are runners up, um, in their groups. So there's going to definitely be some, some really good matches in this first round. Um, so the draw is about to happen shortly. So I am going to take a quick break. I know I just started, but I'm going to take a quick break and watch the draw and then I'll come back and uh, discuss the draw. I'll be back. All right, so the draw is over. Um, you know, there was some uh, some surprises, I guess. Um, but uh, I'm just going to go over these really quick, and then I'll, you know, recap each one. Uh, we got Borussia Dortmund and uh, Paris Saint-Germain. Real Madrid and Manchester City. Atalanta, Valencia. Atletico Madrid, Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea versus Bayern Munich. Lyon versus Juventus, uh, Tottenham Hotspur versus RB Leipzig, and then Barcelona versus Napoli. Now, the first one that that jumps out to me <clears throat> as being like you know, the, the, I guess the one to really really focus on is definitely <laughs> Real Madrid and Manchester City. So, um, you know, Manchester City's been kind of struggling this year, even though I know there there are teams that wish they were playing like them, even though they're, they're third in the in the Premier League right now, but they're you know. A ways off from uh, from Liverpool right now. They just don't look, you know, the way that they have the last two seasons. Um, you know, it's hard to keep that up for you know so many years. But um, they just kind of got they kind of got screwed. I mean, they they got screwed because PSG ended up winning the group that they were in with Real Madrid. So Real Madrid was a runner up. Um, so and Manchester City won their group. So uh, you know. 
I mean, what, what can you say? I mean, I don't know. This is, uh, it just seemed like Manchester City is going to have to focus this year on trying to win the Champions League because it doesn't look like they're going to win the Premier League. Um, and, you know, you get an opponent like like Real Madrid in the first round of the knockout stages. So, I don't know, that, that just, uh, that just seems like it's kind of, kind of terrible for them, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that, and I definitely think that that, uh, that matchup will be probably the one that I'll be focusing on for, for this stage of the knockout stages, and, you know, we'll see. I, I would say, though, that if, uh, if Man City can, you know, somehow get past Real Madrid, I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but I think they'll, they'll be able to go far. Um, you know, they, they had a pretty impressive game this past weekend. Kevin De Bruyne, it was like his show. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, Real Madrid's not playing terribly. Um, you know, they're right there on top of La Liga with uh, Barcelona. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that to me looks like the toughest draw um, for any of the the group the group winners, which Man City was. Um, and then on the flip side, you got Atalanta. This is their first time in the Champions League, first time in the in the uh, the knockout stages. And they were runners-up in their group, same group as Man City. And they faced probably the weakest group winner, which was Valencia. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have any expectations for Atalanta. I didn't really think that they were going to uh, even make it out of their group. Um, even though I, I kind of need to look over my predictions again, because I actually did fairly well with that. Uh, but I'll get to that afterwards. But, um, you know... Based on the fact that they, they're playing against Atalanta, or excuse me, against Valencia, Atalanta actually has a pretty decent shot at, you know, making it to the next round, potentially. Um, you know, those are two of the weaker teams that I mentioned, two of the three, you know, including Lyon in there. Um, so that was definitely a favorable draw for them. So whatever luck they got, they, you know, it's obviously the flip side of what, uh, what Man City got. Um, all right, let's see. We got uh, Borussia Dortmund, PSG. Um, you know, Borussia Dortmund, they've, they've been improving a little bit recently. Um, but, I don't know, PSG is just kind of... Granted, they play in the French League, but, I don't know, PSG is kind of clicking. You know, I just read a stat yesterday that Mbappe became, like, the fastest player uh, to reach 70 goals in Liga. 1. Um, he's, like, 20 years old, and he's about to turn 21, like, in a week or whatever. But, um, you know, I mean, they, they just have a lot of weapons. And on the flip side of that, it seems like Borussia Dortmund's not doing bad, but you know there, there's the possibility that they could get embarrassed against PSG because PSG has a lot of a lot of offensive weapons. You know, we'll see. Um, then you got Atletico Madrid uh, versus Liverpool. Liverpool right now looks unstoppable. I mean, they've had some moments where they've struggled a little, but they have not lost a game in the Premier League this year. Um, yeah, they kind of limped through basically. Um, to, I don't want to say limp through because, you know, they did end up winning their group, but, you know, they had to wait till the last match day in order to qualify for the round of 16. But, um, you know, getting Atletico Madrid, who hasn't really been scoring many goals this season, it's not a bad draw for them, you know. Um, we'll see, but I, I, I see them having no issues against Atletico Madrid. Um, next, we got uh, Chelsea versus Bayern Munich. Um, I remember that. I, this might be the first time they've played each other since that 2012 final um, that they played. And I mentioned in like one of the early, early podcasts that, that that was 
like the final that I watched the most because, you know, I was spending a lot of time in Africa at the time. And they just kept re-showing it. I think, you know, um, I think I was in Kenya primarily. And uh, I think it had a lot to do with, you know, Didier Drogba, the way he played in that match. And, you know, he basically won it for Chelsea. Um, I mean, that, that was a great final. So, you know, this is basically like a rematch of that, uh, even though obviously everything is completely different considering that Frank Lampard is now the manager of Chelsea. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Bayern, they haven't really been playing very well. Lewandowski hasn't scored in the last, like, three Bundesliga matches. Um, Chelsea's not not doing terribly, but uh, I don't know. I just don't really have a, I don't really have a pick for, for who's uh, who could win that because it could go either way. I mean, um, Bayern's not really doing great in the, the Bundesliga, but... I don't know. I guess it depends on who shows up which night and, you know, how each team is doing in their, their respective leagues. All right. Next, we got uh, Lyon versus Juventus. Um, as I mentioned before, I think Lyon is one of the weaker teams in the knockout stages for the Champions League. Um, Juventus hasn't been playing great, but they haven't really been playing terribly. They're still, you know, right there at the top of uh, Serie A. Um, and I, I just think that they're not going to have too much of an issue against Lyon. Uh, Leon doesn't have the weapons that uh, Juventus has. Juventus just has to show up, and I think that they'll they'll be able to advance. Um, everybody knows, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo um, pretty much shines during this time of, or this stage of the the tournament. And you know, DiBala has not been playing terribly recently. Uh, he's actually been the re- the reason that, uh, that they've won, you know, at least two matches that I can think of recently. Um, so yeah, I, I just I. With that one, I definitely see uh, Juventus winning that. But, uh, you know, anything can happen. Um, next, we got Tottenham versus RB Leipzig. Um, RB Leipzig is doing pretty well. Timo Werner has kind of been lighting it up. Uh, but Jose Mourinho is, you know, pretty defensive-minded, even though, you know, he's kind of come out with this, this Tottenham team. And, you know, he's been playing a, a little bit different than he normally does. So there's the possibility that they might be able to slow Timo Werner down. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I can't really think of, you know, past seasons where they've performed well, either in the Europa League or the, the Champions League. Um, and, you know, Jose Mourinho, just, he just has the experience. You know, he's got the team, too, to, to potentially be able to, uh, to have them go far. I, I don't know. Um, that, that one's kind of a toss-up. I think if RB Leipzig gets, you know, and scores early, that they'll have no chance, um, or excuse me, they won't have a problem with, with Tottenham Hotspur, but, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, Tottenham, uh, I don't know, they were in that group with Bayern Munich. They, they like Didn't they let Bayern put up seven against them, I think? But, like I said, that was when they did not have uh, Jose Mourinho. I don't know, we'll see. Um, and lastly, we have Barcelona versus Napoli. Now, Napoli is going through some stuff. They just got rid of Carlo Ancelotti. Um, I don't know. They, they just brought in Gattuso. Um, you know, he's kind of, he's a completely different type of manager than Ancelotti. Um, I don't know. It, it still baffles me that a team would fire their manager when they made the, you know, qualify for the knockout stages of the Champions League. I do understand, you know, how important the domestic league is, but it just seemed like you, they should have left him in place to be able to, uh, you know, I don't know, finish, the, finish out the season at least. Um, but no, 
you know, he didn't even make it to Christmas. And now his team, or now that team, Napoli has drawn Barcelona, who's playing well. I mean, you know, obviously they got one of the best players in the world in Messi. You know, he just won the Ballon d'Or. Um, and again, Barcelona and Messi, they, they tend to shine in the knockout stages. So, um, yeah, those are the, uh, that's the draw for the Champions League. Um, you know, once the next, the new year comes, uh, before the first, uh, the first like matches, which won't be till after the middle of February, uh, I'll give you guys my predictions. I'll do a little bit more research, you know, plus see how te- some of the teams are playing between now and then. Um, obviously, you know, not so much the, the German teams like Dortmund and, uh, RB Leipzig and Bayern Munich, cause they're about to go on a month long break. Um, so we'll just see how they play, you know, the beginning of February. Um, but the first leg matches are going to take place on the 18th, 19th, 25th, and 26th of February. And then the second league matches will be on the 10th, 11th, 17th, and 18th of March. Um, so we still got a long way before, basically got two months until the, you know, the first matches. And like I said, I will let you guys know my predictions, uh, probably, you know, sometime in the middle of February, right before that, that first, uh, first leg tie. Um, all right. So they are about to do the, um, Europa league draw. Um, I'm going to watch that and then I will come back and I'm not going to go over all the teams that are, um, that made it, but I will briefly talk about the teams that, uh, that fell out of the champions league into the, um, Europa league. We got Ajax, Red Bull Salzburg, Inter Milan, Benfica, Bayer Leverkusen, Shakhtar Donetsk, uh, Olympiacos and Club Brugge. Um, so we'll see how that draw works out. Uh, I'm going to go watch that and I will come back and uh, talk about it. All right, I'm back. So um, draw just concluded. Um, I'm just going to go over these really quick because, you know, there's more matches in the Europa League. Plus, you know, some of these teams, I just have not had a chance to see them play at all. Uh, not even highlights um, so far this season. Um, but again, just like with the Champions League, I will give you guys my predictions, um, you know, probably in February. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. All right. So here's what we got. Um, we got Roma versus Ghent. Rangers versus Braga. Wolfsburg versus Malmo. Shakhtar Donetsk versus Benfica, Eintracht Frankfurt versus RB Salzburg, Red Bull Salzburg, uh, Ludo Gretz versus Inter Milan, Club Brugge versus Manchester United, AZ versus Lesk, Olympiacos versus Arsenal, Cluj versus Sevilla, Apoel versus Basel, Copenhagen versus Celtic, Leverkusen versus Porto, Getafe versus Ajax, Sporting versus Istanbul Bashakir, and then Wolves versus Espanyol. Um, I looking at this, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say there's any any of these matches that really stand out to me, um, or any of them that I would actually, you know, be dedicate dedicated to completely watching. I mean, obviously, I'll watch Arsenal, you know, versus Olympiacos just because you know I follow Arsenal. Um, but some of these other ones, I mean, like Copenhagen Celtic might actually be a, a decent match to watch, but as of right now, I couldn't even tell you 
who I would predict to, uh, you know, to win the Europa League. I, I have no idea. Even from the teams that, that dropped down from the Champions League, just looking at them, I mean, I'm still, I'm still shocked that Ajax, you know, didn't qualify for the knockout stage of the Champions League, and now they're in the Europa League, especially considering how well they did last year. You know, I understand they lost, you know, some of their solid, solid players, but, uh, you know, I, I, I can't look at this, you know, even with like Manchester United and Arsenal in there, I can't look at any of these teams and, and tell you who I think is going to win it. I mean, Inter Milan is playing good, but I can't say that. I mean, you know, obviously they, they fell out of the Champions League into the Europa League. I can't say that they're going to, that they're going to end up winning it. And who knows between, you know, now and, um, you know, the final, there might be some surprises. We may have two teams in there that we never, you know, predicted to make it as far as they did. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it's over. All these matches will be on Thursdays. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the, I have no clue who's going to, who I think is going to make it. Um, wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, but here's what we got the um for those the first legs of those um 16 matches are going to take place either on the 18th 19th 25th or the 26th of february and uh like i said i will give you guys my predictions i'm gonna have to do some serious research on the uh the europa league because i I couldn't i can't give you guys anything i have no idea who how some of these matches are going to go but between now and then I will, I'm going to watch some footage, read some stuff up on all these matches, and uh, I'll get back to you guys. But I'm not going to go over my the, the group predictions that I made for the Europa League um, before the beginning of the season, because that will take entirely too long. But uh, I will give you guys the results of my predictions from the Champions League that I made in August, I believe it was. So, uh, Group A, I had... Uh, PSG, Real Madrid, Galatasaray, and then Club Brugge finishing in that order. I got the first two right, but Galatasaray finished in fourth. Uh, Club Brugge finished in third, so I was wrong there. Uh, Group B, I got every single team right in place. Bayern Munich, Tottenham, Olympiacos, and Red Star. Same thing with Group C. I had Man City, Atalanta, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Dynamo Zagreb. Group D, I also got completely correct. Juve, Atalanta, or excuse me, Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, and Lokomotiv Moscow in that order. Group E, I also got correct with Liverpool, Napoli, Salzburg, and Genk. Uh, Group F, I did not. I had Inter finishing in second and Dortmund finishing in third, but they were actually flipped. Um, But I did get Barca and Prague in the right place. Um, Group G... I, uh, let's see, I had Benfica winning the group, Lyon finishing in second, which they did, but then I had RB Leipzig falling down to the Europa League, which did not happen, and Zenit in fourth, um, which I, that one I got right. Uh, let's see, and Group H, I, I had Ajax winning it, um, which they finished third in the group, and now they're in the Europa League. I had Chelsea in second, which is where they finished. I had Lille finishing in third, which they finished fourth. And then I had Valencia, who actually won the group. I had them finishing last. So I actually, you know, I did pretty well. At least I like to think I did pretty well, you know, considering I got 
four groups completely right. And see, that's 50%. I'll, uh, I'll take that. But um, I also, at the beginning of the season, I think I predicted that Juventus would win the, the Champions League um, just based on, you know, who they brought in. And now I am not so sure about that. But um, we will definitely see um, what happens between now and then. So um, I also wanted to mention something about the Champions League, the, the knockout stages. This is going to be the first time that Pep and uh, Pep Guardiola and Zinedine Zidane I always stumble over his name. Zinedine Zidane. This will be the first time that they meet up as coaches. Um, you know, so that that's actually uh, adds a little bit more drama to that uh, that matchup that's coming up. I just I do feel bad for Man City <laughs> drawing Real Madrid uh, in the first round of the knockout stages. So uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, um, moving on. Uh, Club World Cup um, started on the 11th. Uh, let's see, we had that first match between uh, Al Saad and High Gain Sport. Uh, Al Saad won that 3-1. to one. Um, You know, I don't think anybody really expected High Gain to, to do much. Um, you know, they're the OFC. Um, as much as I hate to say it, because I don't like to talk about the weakness, but um, it just seemed, to me it just seems like OFC, like their teams just aren't as, as strong as, as the rest of the confederations. Um, in the world, um, you know, it's not to take anything away from them. They're still the champions of their Champions League, you know, and hats off to them. Um, but like I said, the way that this thing is set up, uh, I can't wait for the new setup to come in 2021. You know, it'll make it, you know, just a little bit better. I do just wish that they would fix the the groups instead of just having groups of three. They'll do groups of four, kind of like the European Championships, the Euros, um, to make it more like a, a legitimate tournament. Um, instead of just trying to kind of rush through it and make it, you know, two games and then you're on to the, uh, to the knockout stages. But moving on, um, let's see, on the 14th, we had uh, the champions of CONCACAF, Monterey, playing against Al Saad, who won the first match against Hyengain. Um And Al Saad is in there because, you know, they're the host. They're the winners of the, the Qatari League. Uh, but Monterey won that match 3-2. to two. Um, And then... In the second match on the 14th of December, we had Al-Hilal. Um, they're the AFC representatives from Saudi. They played against uh, Esperance de Tunis, the team from the African Confederation. And Al-Hilal won 1-0. So now in the semifinal, we have Monterey from CONCACAF playing against Liverpool uh, from UEFA on the 18th. And then we have Flamengo from Camebol. They just won the Copa Libertadores. Um, they'll be playing against uh, Al-Hilal. And then in the fifth place match, we got the hosts, Al-Sad. They will be playing against the CAF, the African representatives, Esperance de Tunis. So, you know, this, this thing is, you know, I've said it before, set up so that the, uh, the Conmebol, the South American champs, basically play in the final against the European champs. Now, there is the possibility that Monterey could beat Liverpool because, you know, the amount of games that they have to play because December in the Premier League is, is nuts. Uh, or it's, I shouldn't even say the Premier League in England is nuts. Um, and then you have Flamenco playing against Al-Hilal. I don't think there'll be any issue. I think that this will be a Liverpool-Flamengo final. Um, I say that now and then, you know, I'll be talking to you guys next week and then I'll be like, oh, I was completely wrong. But we'll see what happens. Um, I definitely do see that, though. I don't see... Liverpool having an issue with Monterey or Flamengo having an issue with Al-Hilal. 
In that fifth place match, I have no clue. I would probably pick Esperanza de Tunis, um, just because I think they're you know they're probably a better team. But we'll find out tomorrow because that fifth place match takes place tomorrow on the 17th of December, and then the Flamingo Al Hilal match is also tomorrow on the 17th. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll see how that is, and I'll be recapping all those matches um, next week and talking about you know whoever it is that makes it to the final. But you know, like I said, I think we all know who's going to be making it into the final. All right, <clears throat> and last but not least, before I wrap this whole thing up um like i said this was going to be a short one uh to begin with um tonight we got stuttgart playing on the road uh against darmstadt um darmstadt is not a good team um that doesn't mean anything because you know stuttgart has not been playing very well um right now stuttgart is still sitting in third place um they got 29 points if they draw tonight, then they'll be tied for second with Hamburg. If they win, they'll move up to second. Um, and they'll have 32 points right behind Armenia Bielefeld, who has 34. And Hamburg is sitting with 30 points. Um, Darmstadt right now sitting in 14th. They got 19 points, but they are one spot clear of the relegation zone. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm thinking that Stuttgart should win this tonight. Um, but you know, they've surprised us before, so who knows? Um, sorry, you guys, this was going to be a really short episode, uh, because, you know, I'm not talking about any of the domestic leagues. I want to just focus on those four things, Stuttgart, the club world cup, the champions league and Europa league draw. Um, I'll be back next week and I will give you guys my, um, team of the decade. Uh, cause you know, this decade is coming to an end. Um, so I'll give you guys my starting 11. Uh, for who the the players that I believe, um, you know, played the best and represented, um, you know, who would be the team of the decade, at least for me. Um, you know, I hope you guys like it. I'll, I'll post that next week uh, on, you know, all my social media. So, but with that, I'm going to end the show. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys get to catch some matches. Um, feel free to watch that Stuttgart game tonight if you guys have access to it. <laughs> Uh, and if not, you know, if your teams aren't playing this week, you know, tomorrow night there's two matches um, in the Club World Cup. You got the fifth place match, and then Flamingo versus Al Hilal. Um, you know, should be some some decent um, some decent play. So I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Um, please hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, uh, 90 plus et. Or you can email me at 90plusET at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Hope you guys have a great week. Sorry for the abbreviated show. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.